Gospel according to St. John, the 20th chapter, the 19th verse. When it was evening on that day, the first day of the week, and the doors of the house where the disciples had met were locked for fear of the Jews, Jesus came and stood among them and said, Peace be with you. After he said this, he showed them his hands and his side. Then the disciples rejoiced when they saw the Lord. Jesus said to them again, Peace be with you. As the Father has sent me, so I send you. When he had said this, he breathed on them and said to them, Receive the Holy Spirit. If you forgive the sins of any, they are forgiven them. If you retain the sins of any, they are retained. But Thomas, who was called the twin, one of the twelve, was not with them when Jesus came. So the other disciples told him, We have seen the Lord. But he said to them, Unless I see the mark of the nails in his hands and put my finger in the mark of the nails and my hand in his side, I will not believe. A week later his disciples were again in the house, and Thomas was with them. Although the doors were shut, Jesus came and stood among them and said, Peace be with you. Then he said to Thomas, Put your finger here and see my hands. Reach out your hand and put it in my side. Do not doubt, but believe. Thomas answered him, My Lord and my God. Jesus said to him, Have you believed because you have seen me? Blessed are those who have not seen and yet have come to believe. Now Jesus did many other signs in the presence of his disciples, which are not written in this book. But these are written so that you may come to believe that Jesus is the Messiah, the Son of God, and that through believing you may have life in his name. see my hands. Reach out your hand and put it in my side. I offered my first Eucharist on St. Thomas's day. It seemed quite fitting to me, being a bit of a sceptic, because it always seemed as if St. Thomas had rather a bad press, especially for someone who has such an important part to play in the story. For what would Christ's wounds mean without Thomas, or without someone to play a similar part in the tale? How could we interpret them? I wonder whether Thomas allows us to see Christ's wounds in two ways. First, as a sign of continuity, and second, as a way of processing trauma. What would Jesus have looked like without his wounds? What if his hands and feet had miraculously been made whole and turned baby soft? Would it be possible then to say that the risen Christ was the same as the Jesus we'd known before his crucifixion? Without wounds, we might make the mistake of thinking that the risen Jesus had a new body and his Jesusness had been poured into it or attached to it as if his body was just a receptacle of some sort. But that would show a very low view of our bodies that God has so lovingly given us it would allow us to think that the spiritual was somehow more real, more important than the physical, and that would be a problem. Or perhaps we might think that we were seeing a ghost, or a perfect representation of what Jesus ought to be like, or a projection of what we want Jesus to be. 
but a risen Christ with wounds allows us to see that we meet the same Jesus before and after the resurrection. There is continuity in his body, in his personality, in his being. It is the same Jesus who loves us now and then. It is the same Jesus who died and was placed in the tomb before rising again, triumphant, death kicked down, life restored, resplendent, made royal. Because this is the case, Jesus' wounds give us the hope that no trauma is beyond redemption. I don't say that lightly. Trauma is a word that is bounded around quite freely, but those who have experienced trauma or work with those who know trauma know its weight and its costs. St Thomas's great gift to us is the opportunity to acknowledge trauma in others and in ourselves. All the disciples will have been traumatised by the execution of their friend. The rumours of hope that Thomas heard will not, in themselves, have allowed him to bring his trauma to light. But when he sees the risen Christ, the Christ who always loved him and who loves him still, when he sees the risen Christ and touches his hand and touches his side, Thomas can face what has hurt him, face what he has lost, and go through the trauma as something that marks, yes, but not as something that defines the future for him, nor defines his future with Christ. We have a few more weeks to go before we're out of our current situation. There will be more trauma to come, and much to process in the months following. But the Christ who holds all gently in his scarred hands is the same Christ who loved you before all this began. Our Lord is the same, yesterday, today and forever. Put your finger here and see my hands. Reach out your hand and put it in my side. Reach out and touch him and know this for yourself. Amen.